Who wants the intro? Mm-hmm. You can take it, Jackson. You haven't done yeah. one in a while. You were already really no, energetic I've, about whatever. it. No, I'm not energetic. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's Adam and Eve-sponsored official podcast episode. <laughs> we've got dildos, we've got condoms, we've got fuck machines. Anything you want, we've got it here at our Adam and Eve-sponsored episode of the official podcast. How's everyone doing today? No one's How are gonna, you fine, Jens, doing? No one's going to know that that's a joke and they're going to turn it off right away, thinking it's like a corporate shill. But now that we've said that it's a joke, people will not turn it off right away. It is a corporate uh, show. Hopefully, I, well, the, you know what? Hopefully I'm proud I got of it in time. Fuck you. We finally got a fun sponsorship. We've been, hey, up yours, Bat Dragon, cool. by the way. See, we are not unfuckable. See how another sex store is now advertising with us? That's right. Now you <laughs> lost that chance, won't buddy. Be after this. Are we yeah. really going to do the ad read in a minute and 30 into the episode? <laughs> no, I'm just bragging. It doesn't have to be an ad read. I'm just saying yeah, that. Yeah, I just wanted, you That's know, fair. I just wanted to set the scene for the for the later. Right. I'm just excited. This the season like, we're we talk about other community now. Right. We're desperate for cash, but a shining guardian angel of dicks and assholes floated down from heaven. The podcast has always been a stepping stone to to dildos and such, so mm-hmm. I'm just excited. That's all. Not a stepping yeah. stone. It's more a gateway drug to it. So well, you get addicted to dildos by listening to the show? Well, yeah. It certainly helps. That's true. I wonder Explore how many people out there... Fun. I wonder how many people listening to this show have gone out and bought a dildo or sex toy or something similar because we talk about them. Zero. I, I don't think we're going to influence when do we, that very yeah, much. Yeah, yeah when we do we actively influence that anyway? When do we recommend, like, sex products the, in any the, meaningful way? The cascade effect. Like, when when we talk about, oh, I went to a sex store to buy Halloween costumes, or you going to Condom Kingdom, and then a listener <laughs> out there goes, oh, a sex store? I've always wanted to check that out. If the official boys did it, I can do it too. And then while they're <laughs> there, they buy a dildo. They no, get, like, not, scarred and shit. Oh. <laughs> now that you've said that, though, I'm sure someone watching Charlie's videos at least would have gone like, hmm, fleshlights. I mean, oh yeah, it's worth a try, maybe, right? I bet you. 100%. I 100% guarantee people watching those videos have bought and fucked flashlights because of it. At least flashlights. flashlights. Stop saying flashlights. You're you're part of the problem, Andrew. You and your bigotry using racist terms like flashlights. Did I say flashlight? I thought I said flashlight. Yeah. No. Oh well, both. Have they They're, have they made a flashlight that can act as a f- flashlight during emergencies? I used to I used be... to think when I was a kid that was what it was. It was like an actual. What flashlight. do you mean when you were a kid? I thought they were only introduced like five years ago. They're pretty no, new. They're, no, they're pretty oh, new. Oh shit! They're old as hell. Are you joking? No way. Fleshlights yeah. is like a... Fleshlights. Fleshlights yeah. been around since like the early 2000s. What? They were pocket pussies then. Yeah. They were formed in 1998. You can all go fuck yourselves. They're old as shit. Ah, the, the year after I was born. It yeah. all makes sense now. I distinctly remember browsing internet porn in like the 2000s and the top banner ad would be this little cartoon guy oh, fucking a flashlight oh, you go totally like right. you'd go like it's a flashlight you can fuck and i was like wow that sounds amazing andrew's absolutely right i remember on like red tube yeah red tube back didn't. in the day always had that take off anytime sooner than yeah there must have been some kind of innovation in the fleshlight like manufacturing process that makes them super fuckable now no it's definitely just societal <laughs> stigma going away on like <laughs> they, they use the same original family recipe as when they started 
<laughs> societal stigma. It's not like people are walking around bragging about how they fuck their fleshlights on dates and such. I mean, Charlie is. <laughs> you know, he, he's he's paving the way for it. I, I'm so I'm the lightning I'm so rod. I was so surprised when we actually got it, though, and looked at it, because I, I really, as a kid, thought that flashlights were like a flashlight you would buy, and then you would unscrew the top, and it would just be a hidden little pussy behind it. I, I used to think something similar, because the advertisements that they used to put on the banners in Red Tube had a woman laying on her side, so you couldn't really see her vagina, and there was only like a little like hard plastic thing sticking between her legs, and I assumed that was a flashlight or something. But what made this one special is that it was near her vagina. Mm. Wow, you you got you got the high quality stuff. The the website I I don't remember where I fucking browsed porn back then, but uh, it was it was this like cartoon flash animation, <laughs> and it was this little like dude, this little man, and he was fucking the flashlight, and then it cut to his big grinning face, and he's like, "It's a pussy in your pocket," <laughs> and I was like, "Oh wow, that's magic, amazing. Everyone needs one." Mm. I've never really looked into uh, flashlights. Like, what happens when you come in it? Do you is it like a a repository down the bottom, just full of cum that you have to clean out? Can you unscrew it? Well, yeah, you're gonna have. Like, where's the cum go? Disgusting pre cum cum loop all over inside outside of that damn thing. You're gonna have to wash it every single time. Yeah, vaginas are self cleaning. These things aren't. They're, like, yeah, you have to put in the work to clean it up. That doesn't sound very exciting. You can just come in a girl yeah. and go to sleep and <laughs> yeah, she can go have to clean, clean these herself <laughs> i think the cleaning no, process could be very fun what, what do you do <laughs> what, what do you mean what i don't know why you guys don't see why that could be enjoyable at the very I, least i feel like it'd be miserable because cum is not the easiest thing to get rid of i mean it's not impossible but that shit you have to scrub like three times to yeah, like get it's like off. nuclear waste yeah you have you have to it's leave it to dry a pleasant thing to clean <laughs> on the clothes you have line. to store it 500 meters underground <laughs> yeah. flashlights instructions are let it dry and then scrape it off with a butter knife <laughs> oh, no. uh, and then the goofiest <laughs> thing is when you go on any of their websites it's oh buy this model this is modeled after mia khalifa's vagina as if anyone would be able to tell with your dick my dick can tell pressure and maybe if you like stuck a needle to it. Other than that, I can't differentiate. You can barely See, even tell the difference why, between hot and cold, let alone the insides of a flashlight. That's why if I bought a flashlight, I wouldn't want at all any of those like celebrity pussies or assholes. I want that weird shit that you'll never get with a vagina. Like I want the texture balls or like whatever the fuck they cram in there. Things you'll never get with yeah. a woman. Alien no, you know, fuck women. Give like me alien the, pussy. Yeah, aliens. The, the fucking... Like the one where it's like an asshole inside of a pussy. I don't know. Get creative. Dude, give me stuff I will never feel with a woman. Isn't that the point? To go above and beyond? To evolve? Let's make a bet. Technology? In case the podcast is still around by then. What year... And whoever gets closest wins. What year do you guys think we're gonna get the first hacking of a sex doll assassination? where she chokes the client. <laughs> well, first of all, we have to get to where the sex dolls have, like, advanced AI that can be hacked. God, I can't wait for that. Well, not advanced AI. They, they still need to be fairly dumb, otherwise they're just going to leave yeah. us. I don't want that. I don't want to be rejected by an AI <laughs> robot. They program it to leave you and have standards. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have to you're be that advanced. It just has to go through the motions. 
have some ragdoll physics to it or something where you can at least hold her arms and move her around. But <laughs> if they do get hacked via a Wi-Fi connection or something, and somebody gets into the operating system and, I don't know, removes the upper limit on how much she is allowed to choke you during your kink fetish fucking sessions. What do you guys think that's going to happen? So the sex doll would almost always try to be used as a cover-up murder, right? Like, it would be people where they hack it, but they make it look like it was an accident or a defect. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. If, like, I mean, this, I was... is, this is genuinely like the plot to Detroit become human at this point. Right. So, so, cause there's two different factors there. If we're trying to hack them, so it looks like an accident, all you would really need to do is change one parameter. Like you said, oh no, it choked him too hard during their kink stuff. Oh, it shoved too big of a thing up his ass. But if we want to hack it, so it's like walking around like the Terminator and picks up a gun and shoots somebody, that's a little bit more Ooh. advanced. Yeah, no, I'm talking about advanced just behavior. chokes you in bed level. Fairly soon, then I'd say. Actually, I'd say, I'd within, say within the, the next. Yeah, I, I would agree. Next ten years for sure. Mm -hmm. Ten years. I mean, we're already to the point where you have like the intercontinental fuck machines, where if you're overseas or long distance with your spouse, you can set it up so there's a an app that can adjust the speed and pressure of a vagina, like one of the flashlight oh, yeah. things. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So and you the could already get a vibrator. Yeah, so you could already hack that and just have it go so hard it rips his dick off or something or like clamps down <laughs> way too hard. Wait, 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 wait. So you fuck the pocket pussy and it sends like an electric shock to your girlfriend's vagina over like the so, ocean. Her vibrator, Jackson, yeah. we are living in the future. Well, so it's, what 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 if what if she's just chilling in bed or something, not even talking to you and you start fucking the pocket? It, it has to be <laughs> you'd have to have like a, a back and forth connection, I think. Yeah. It's a program that you install in your computer and you are given the remote control to your other to your partner's sex toy and yeah. you can just choose a how it feels. Caller. The sex industry really is the leading, uh, like, scientists of innovation. They come up with the, the wildest oh, yeah. shit and constantly innovate. J Jackson, impressive. I, once, I once heard a quote that said, the leading innovator of technology is the porn industry and the war that industry. That was me. I said that just then. I don't know. It's, well, it's, it's porn or war. Every technological advancement in society has been either about fucking or fighting. I mean, that, it's just capitalism in general. I'm sure the medical field yeah. is also making great strides. I don't know. Yeah. How are you ever going to transport true. these things? I was just thinking, so you, if you want to get on a plane, because, you know, you're going to have these idiots who are going to fall in love with their fucking sex dummies, uh, like Westworld people. Uh, they so already, that already happens. That already know, happens. Exactly, they have right? like a they, whole meeting of they dudes fall, in, who love fall with their, in love with their real dolls. Yeah, pathetic fuck. So what is going to happen? How are you going to take your sex robot on a plane, for example? Is she going to sit next to you? <laughs> are you going to disassemble her and stuff her in a carrying bag, in a carry-on? Does she have to fly in the baggage department? How is this going to work? And if she does, if she's only allowed to fly in the baggage portion of the plane, then couldn't somebody activate it while it is down there? And have it hijack the plane? Or damage it? I feel like that's What's she whole... gonna do? Fuck the pilots to death? She's only got one goal. <laughs> Choke them! <laughs> yeah, distract them while they're flying the plane. Start they lap riding it. suffocates the pilots by motorboating her tits with their face <laughs> into a boat. All, she's an assassin, but all of her moves are sexually related in how she kills people. 
Oh, that needs to be a movie. That'd that be great. Sh- that should be the best porn we've never seen. Oh, that's like I, I think that would vary between all the people with that f- fucking addiction. Where it's like, what connection do you have to your sex doll? Do they ride in the cargo or do you buy them a seat? How yeah. human do you go? Well, that's okay, creepy. so good question because you have people who bring literal tiny ponies on planes now, claiming that they're comfort animals or whatever. So. I don't see why that's I'm not joking. There was a news article where some guy brought a little pony onto the plane with him into the seat. You can look this up. Why should he not be able to bring a sex doll to sit on his lap or something? Is a sex doll alive? uh, How long? It's getting philosophical. So we have have people... Yeah, we have people who have animals that are recognized as comfort animals, right? Like even if they don't, yeah. even if they're not working animals, you can still bring them in those places. How There's long until photo. sex dolls? How long till sex dolls are listed as like comfort companions? Oh, I say a matter of two years. That's going to yeah. be real quick. <laughs> Minutes. Really? Well, uh, oh, wait, are, sure. they, are these are these sex robots around currently? You're, you're speaking no. like this has already happened. But there, I mean, there's there's They're already articles there. right now about people disrespecting their Alexa and how it should be a crime. Yeah. So I mean, we're not far away. All right, you're Kaya, get to be fair, me. also, what? To be fair, that is one cute pony. Yeah, it has like a pink sweater and everything, but still, you know, you don't want to. Yeah. When I say, you know, every time I fly to Turkey, I make the joke that the plane was a flying barn. Now it's a reality. So yay for all of us who have to fly with assholes like this. Have you uh, have you guys seen it? Speaking on that, that video of all those refugees on the plane and they're literally just shitting on the floor and just throwing trash everywhere. Shocker. It's on YouTube. It, it's just I, I didn't think that that shit actually happened, but it was this video it was some group of refugees and they were all on the plane and it was taken by one of the staff and he just walked from the back of the plane to the front and and literally there is just shit on the floor. Just just absolute dookie when there's toilets available at the ends of the plane. Yeah, well, there's only one toilet. Well, usually two. Yeah, it seems to work I, fine I would, for the rest would, of the but even then, American flights, you know, have like a ton of fucking people on them and we can shit in the toilet. It was it was insane. The Turkish people are getting there. Like on my last flight, I not this time, but last time I went to Turkey, I, I'm finally getting off the damn plane. I'm so sweaty and just tired of it all. I look on the ground and there's banana peels. Who? What kind of an animal just tosses a banana peel on the ground after eating it? Even monkeys don't do that. Even monkeys have a little bin in their enclosures where they're told to put their trash in. And you just toss it on the ground, assuming yeah. that some poor... You're wasting uh, a pocket pussy. Ew. You can take that home and fuck it. Mario Party or Mario Kart shit before yeah, maybe, spinning out on the plane. Yeah, Ka- Kaya, maybe it was full. You don't know. Ew. Maybe he was done with it. Well, it wouldn't be full because the uh, the cart comes around, right? You know what I mean? So they'd cart. be constantly switching it out. Yeah, to throw shit away on the plane. It's not like well, there's no, a trash can as, on the plane. This was a- after we were deplaning or whatever it's called, getting oh. up. You know how you, oh, when you leave a movie worse. theater, you see how every fucking single subhuman asshole just left all the shit lying on the floor like they just kick over a... Their yeah, coke no, and, and popcorn, and they don't bother to do literally anything about it. They just assume some schmuck is gonna clean after my shit. That's what they do on yeah. planes, and it's fucking disgusting. This is oh. why 
This is why there's always a delay in goddamn planes. It's because the animals like this don't clean up after themselves. So it has yeah. to be some poor cleaning lady who has to get into the plane and clean the shit for them. Oh, no, 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 Kaya. It's it's not even the cleaning lady. Sometimes it's the fucking people who work the plane. Yeah. It's nuts. Folks, can we can we have a little PSA? Can we put this out there for any of you out there listening? I know some of you are rebellious, cool kids. You like not following the rules and trashing things like up. Me. But uh, pick up after yourself. For the love yeah. of God. Be courteous. Is that a fucking animal? Exactly. At the like movie theater, at the oh, plane, at a, at a theme park, anywhere. Please, for the love of God, pick up your trash, you fucking slobs. I, I think flight companions, that. Is, is that the correct term now? Flight companions? What do they call them these days? I think they're still called flight attendants. Flight attendants. Flight yeah, attendants. Yeah. Okay. They have the patience of saints. I would take those people and utilize their patience some, somehow else. Right. Take them and make them counselors for fucking genocidal incels or something. Talk them down the ledge because those women deserve awards for every flight they're on, especially to countries like Turkey. There's like always some... emotional. <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> this is a rousing speech. God damn. I just I'm just saying because every, like single time, every single time I'm on a plane to Turkey. There has to be some fat, little, bald, smarmy motherfucker yelling at one of the women. And it's always a woman who is powerless to uh, talk back. It's always a flight attendant, the lady cashing the what, the tickets or checking them, or just some lady at the, working at the airport cafeteria. There's always a man yelling at them over nothing, because that's the only person they can yeah. yell at. And the fact that they can just stand there They're and take it her. is fucking yeah, impressive. Nighter. Huh? White Nighter, stand up for her honor. No, oh, uh, Kai would get fucking blasted. It's oh, Turkey, yeah, man. Be shot, of course. No, no, no. no. In, in people's defense, <laughs> a lot of people do sometimes. <laughs> people do stand up to them sometimes, but it's it's not like there's a physical confrontation. It's just somebody being, you know, that I want to speak to her manager, <laughs> douchebag. They do that, except there's a yeah. whole lot more spitting and mouth odor. Ugh. Oh my God! Leave them alone. But these women—they really—you—you're saints. I don't know what to tell you. You—you should—you deserve a raise. Fuck the pilot. The pilot is secluded. I don't know if you guys notice on the planes. They have these locks on the doors now. The camera system. You have to enter a code to even get into the cockpit. You're in your little nice isolated bunker, motherfucker. You're comfortable, okay? There's two of you, which means one of you can always just nap. You have an autopilot, which means probably both of you can nap. You're comfy. It's the it's the flight attendants that are taking the brunt of the tsunami of retard in the plane. They deserve the raise. They deserve <laughs> to get paid twice the pilot's salary. There, that's my fucking soapbox. If, if you don't know how hard it is being a flight attendant, imagine being a waiter who is on call and locked inside the restaurant of your clients for about five hours. And every that's client is. is a child. A drunk yeah, child. Everyone's a child and has needs and is and needy, they're angry, demanding. And they're oh pissed off. Well, too. imagine being a school teacher. Oh God, I don't want to do that either. My uh, my mom was a school teacher for like fifteen years. It looks like one of the most miserable jobs on earth. Well, she it's came rewarding, home and beat but, me. But in... <laughs> <laughs> nah. took it out it's, on it's more... Andrew. <laughs> It's not miserable teaching, like that's rewarding, but the school system is just so fucked. Just having to do it under all the rules is so fucked. That's a whole other topic. You know what's a great topic, though? 
the amazing deal that Adam and Eve is giving us. <gasps> yes, finally. Charlie, I know you want to I know you for sure want to talk about this this bitchin' deal. Yeah, absolutely. So Adam and Eve is a sex toy shop that has pretty much every desire a human being could ever want. And their deal is fucking nuts. 50% off anything on their shop with free shipping. Obviously, there is going to be exclusions there. But using code official, that shit is pristine. It's an incredible deal that Andrew will walk you through. That's right. You just need to use code official and you can get 50% off any one item with free shipping in the U.S. There are some exclusions. But you like sex. You like fucking. Mm -hmm. You like mm-hmm. pussy and wieners and butts and balls and dicks and ass and sensations and all sorts of great Oops. things. Adam and Kinglitz. Eve is one of the most premier sex stores on the Internet, and you can get anything for any part of your body. Half off. By going there and checking out their inventory. Half off. So let me, I, let I, me uh, I peel back the curtain. Yeah, what do you ahead, think flight attendants do to decompress? Once that poor woman lands on the <laughs> ground, she gets off that goddamn plane. She swears she's never going to go on a plane again. But then she goes to her hotel room. She unpacks her fist. She, she takes off her skirt and she <laughs> takes a nice, relaxing squat on the rubber fist and she says you know what everything's gonna be all right i can work i can soldier on i will get on that plane tomorrow and i will do my job and you can get that rubber fist for half off on adamandeve.com if you use code official and you get half off anything and you know if you want to experiment get a dildo fuck Maybe you're sitting yeah. there thinking, what if I'm bisexual? Well, you don't have to go on some dating app. Just go on adamandeve.com slash official. Uh, sorry, code official and get one of them butthole toys the, the, that you can fuck or get a, <laughs> get a dildo that you can suck on. And if you're not satisfied, maybe you go, you know, I'm just not in the dicks like I thought I was. They have a 90 day no hassle return policy as well as 24 hour customer service, meaning if your dildo's broken or your fist isn't fisting right, you can uh, ring them up and see what to do about it. You want to talk oh, about... He- so much here. You want to really? talk about heroes, the people that are uh, refurbishing used items at Adam and Eve, <laughs> <laughs> sterilizing <laughs> them. Oh, no. <laughs> That's a thankless job right there. How many people do you think, like, how many calls do they get from people like, this didn't make me come, like, am I using it right? This is how it looks like inside of me. I took the photo. I <laughs> oh, yeah, here's in my front photo. of the mirror. <laughs> Here's my anatomically correct photos. If you could point to the spots where I should touch, let me know. Can you imagine the postman handling those returns with like stinky packages from butt plugs and stuff? Uh. Oh boy. And you too can get a premium top of the line butt plug or anything that you want to shove inside of yourself at adamandeve.com with code official. Hey, All right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Up yours every other sex store. Literally up yours, thanks to Adam and Eve. <laughs> okay, what is yeah, some you other, can go like, fuck really... yourself for fifty percent off <laughs> at AdamandEve.com. <laughs> what, what other professions do you think are unsung heroes that do like incredible work for almost no thanks or pay or anything like that? Besides flight attendants, flight attendants teachers, janitors, uh, literally anybody who just has to. Oh, janitors! Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Go ahead. Literally clean like the you wreck from society. I, I think my my nightmare Politicians. job. I think my nightmare <laughs> job, the one where I would wake up screaming in bed every night, is the janitor at a big theater event. 
Like it, you, the people have to clean up after like concerts or festivals. Like, ugh, yeah, no, fuck that. Oh, scooping out porta potties and picking up people's trash and ugh. oh god, no thanks. Yeah, unsung. What else? There's there's probably a bunch of other unsung hero careers. I mean, like there's the there's the ones that people know of, like doctors and firemen. Everyone's like, oh, they're the best. Yeah, there, oh, there yeah, was a hardly... hold the stopwatch at sporting events. <laughs> Firemen are hardly unsung. <laughs> yeah, not at all. <laughs> yeah. I mean, still, that's a pretty scary job. I appreciate it, Fireman. Yeah, Thank but you for your service. Yes, but we're talking about people who don't get appreciated. Yeah, yeah. underappreciated careers. Like a fireman's secretary or the person answering <laughs> the phone calls at the firehouse. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. I would say... I'd say construction workers who care about their job. Like they <laughs> Yeah. Well, cuz hear, really hear me out. Hear me out. Yeah, yeah. Hear, what do you mean out. care about their job? So there's a there's a oh, strong so reputation that a lot of a lot of construction workers and road workers are like lazy and constantly taking breaks and barely doing any work, but like I'm talking about the people who go and work every day and they're like, "All right, let's build this road. Let's fucking do it. I'm ready. Lift that just, shit." That my friend who I was actually on the phone with Jackson, that one. He used to work construction, and so in Turkey, if you want to cut costs during construction, what you do, you water down the cement a little bit, just so much oh, it doesn't no. crumble, but, you know, it's not really up to code, if there was a code. And he was always worried <laughs> about this. He would always say, you know, you guys, we shouldn't water down the cement this much, and people would give him shit for it at his job. That's a kind of not caring that I would oh, not want God, from construction workers. Yeah. Let's just use bubblegum instead, boys. It's cheaper. <laughs> Put some Elmer's glue in there. It'll hold. <laughs> but yeah, I, I would say construction workers, the ones that want to actually build stuff or do their job, probably are unsung heroes because most people think construction workers are lazy or slow. Mm. Oh, I got, I got one. Every, every job. Yeah. What? Well, it just reminded me of another one similar to it. How about like tech service people who actually want to help people? That's, ri- nah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, fuck yeah. that. Ooh, like, what was yours? I've got a real one. Stuntmen for movies. Oh, that's another really good one. Yeah. 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 They, I mean, they're the not... They just made a whole movie How about, about it. Let's, let's go a step further. How about everyone who makes a movie who isn't a major name on it? Like, all the visual yeah. effects people, all you the, guys all are the going fight way coordinators. No, nah, but, like, think how many people make a movie and never even get, like, heard of. The fight coordinators, the stunt coordinators, the makeup artists. The honey artists. wagon operator. Continuity yeah, director, where her job is just if there was a coffee cup on the table, she makes sure it's still there. <laughs> Between yeah, shots, that, impo- that shit it is important. Me so much, so I'm happy yeah. when a movie has that person. Yeah, all those people—the photography people, the costume designers—I mean, like as you go up the chain, they get more and more notorious. But there's so many people in movies that just <laughs> no one even knows who they are, but they do big work. That's oh, that's another one. Studio musicians. Though, God damn it! Though, I don't care about these like entertainment people. They're not unsung. They 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 get paid to do a creative. Yeah, but they get no job. fame or recognition at all. Neither do janitors. <laughs> well, we already <laughs> said that. Why can't they true. both be on the list? <laughs> even, even the most famous janitor doesn't get recognition. <laughs> you clearly don't remember the janitor from my apartment complex. Oh yeah, but ah, yeah. We, didn't we try to bring him on the show back when we started? <laughs> yeah, I don't remember his name, but God damn it, was he a hero? 
<laughs> Stan, that's it. <laughs> was it Stan? <laughs> I don't know. That no. sounds about right. Uh. Yeah, that was that was the wild west of this podcast. The first like twenty episodes where we were uh, unironically considering bringing on Charlie's janitor as a guest. Oh, it was. I'm Merlin. still not sure if he spoke English. <laughs> oh, it yeah. wasn't Merlin. No, 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 no. Oh, it, it, was was. it was no, Stan Merlin. It was definitely was. You're right. Was oh, You're right. Boy. What's the unsung what's he up hero to these days? Yeah, you should go back goal. there. Yeah, go ask around. Yeah, I'll go see if anyone's heard of Stan Merlin. I'll go door to door. He owns the building now. The he's, hero. he's still cleaning the shitters in this place. So I can't think of any others. Yeah, I think that's there's got to be something. So then, all right, let's let's think about. I was thinking about this a couple days ago. What would alternate? What would you see alternate reality you? doing as a job like let's say the podcast never happened none of us ever met we're all off on our own tangents what would what would we be doing as a career right now in another you know bomber <laughs> no well that's motivation to keep the podcast for, for going all, i guess for all four of us right no okay no <laughs> let me walk you down the actual timeline then though the alternate universe here if thanos had snaps all our fans away and this never would have happened i'm still in turkey technically in a shitty software job that i hate mm -hmm. shitty unpaid internship i think i i had an internship like just a year ago before we started this podcast this podcast money is the only reason i made it to germany and i was able to pay my rent and all that all that sort of stuff there so i would still be stuck here with every other person that graduated from my class uh in college in this shithole there's no way i would have survived you mean like actually survived Turkey or survived your own machinations? Both. I don't know, but it's fucking miserable here. It's true. There's a reason I have to talk my friend down a ledge every other month. This dude, this place is so miserable. I thought at some point it might get better so or what, crushing. but everyone is just so down and depressed and nobody is happy. The cashiers all look like you just shot them up with heroin. Uh, they're just looking at the floor, mascara running. You go to another store. They're just uh, they're trying to fuck you. Everyone is unhappy here. I don't think I could have made it. Wow. So this podcast saved you. And others. Yeah. <laughs> Jackson, how about you? I think I would be editing videos still, even if it's just for like local media stuff, because I've got a degree in it. So that's what I would be able to use. You have a degree in it? I, yeah. Wait, really? I thought you had oh, a nice little certificate. I didn't I know thought that. you uh, stopped going to college at some point. I, I, I stopped after I got that degree. Oh, okay. so you got like a you got like an associate's degree. it was like an early yeah it was like an early certificate how basically. many how many it's years nothing. were you in school two yeah two you have you have an associate's degree which is two years it, it's still something i can still use it to find work at least but yeah it's obviously nothing well field experience pays off more than school ever will yeah i don't even know what experience yeah. means more I don't even know where my diploma is anymore. It's, a, it's probably somewhere under my bed here. Oh, me neither. I, I have a certificate from Microsoft or something. It's also somewhere place. I don't know where any of these <laughs> things are. So you're a, you're a certified Microsoft technician like those Indian scammers? <laughs> Support agent. <laughs> Pretty much. It's, it's either Microsoft or Cisco. I'm not sure which. 
But yeah, uh, all that crap that I've never ever looked at again. Fuck me. College really is a waste for a lot of people. I'm one of them. Yes. College has transformed. It it sucks. College is a necessity for so many fields, but the skills that you learn there, it just, it doesn't apply. Mm -hmm. Do you think it's because it's creating too much supply and not enough demand? Like there's just too many people in each field that it's become useless? No, I I think that jobs are just getting more higher standard for hiring to the point where you well, need... Isn't that what I'm saying, though? No, 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 no. The jobs, what they're doing is they're going, you need a college degree if you're even going to apply to this company, even if the degree isn't in the field they're working in. Like, just, like college think... has... It, it used to be in the past, you didn't need a degree at all to get a very successful career. It just helped. But now it's warped so much that you basically need a degree or you're kind of fucked for a lot of fields. Yeah, but like a lot of those fields you can self-teach, like programming. You don't have to go to fucking right. class to learn C-sharp. And that's a ridiculous right. part. And I think at this point, universities almost become an industry in and of itself. People just... Parents send their children there just for the sake of being able to say that they sent their kids to college. And colleges yeah, take advantage of this by selling them a $1,000 fucking lecture book. That's entirely what it is. I mean, think about it. You could you could spend four years on your own working on programs and learning to program and learning how to be just as competent creating, you know, programming stuff without college. But if you and someone who went to college for it apply to a job, the guy who went to college is vastly more likely to get hired. Just how it yeah. is. Oh, I fucking know what I'd be doing. I'd be editing porn movies or something. No, you wouldn't. Like that. That's a hard <laughs> well, field uh, to get into. And even then, Jackson, I don't think you're the kind who would be. I think we've corrupted you to a little bit of degree where you're now more into like uh, sex shit and fucked up stuff than you were before. I, I, don't, I don't know about that. But okay. Other than, yeah, uh, to well, me. In that, yeah. in that case, I'd still be sending emails to Charlie trying to scam him into a friendship. <laughs> I'm glad you finally <laughs> become comfortable with our origin story. <laughs> it's bullshit. I'm just playing into the joke now. What would you it's, be, Charlie? It's how it happened, though. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> what would I be? Yeah. Um, Probably either a nutritionist or uh, in the restaurant industry as like a waiter. Mm. <laughs> you wouldn't be happy Why? doing that, would you? It, w- huh? You would. You would not be happy doing that, would you? Who what? would the nutritionist or the waiter thing? The, the waiter. I don't know, man. I guess it really depend on where I was waiting at at the time. I feel like there's definitely good places and bad places on the whole. I, I think, wait, yeah. Waiter is so out of left field. Why waiter? Where's that coming from? Because I probably wouldn't get a job with my degree, and I'd probably fall back on that. Yeah, it's fair. You'd want to work. Always, you'd want to work a at like a, a trendy college restaurant, so you could be like yeah. that cool waiter that everyone's like, "Hey, it's Charlie, that guy." Oh no! Yeah, hey. He gives us his meals for free, and we don't tip him. Hey, oh, oh, that's that's he slips us fries. I thought you would maybe like want to work at an upscale French restaurant where rich people I eat or something. Would. Oh yeah, I was thinking like I was thinking like Burns or something or like that caliber. Mm. Where you have to work there for literally 20 years before you even make no, salads. you have to go to the Burns farm yeah. to learn the <laughs> yeah, appropriate That's not, not even a joke. That's actually true. You it's have to like go to the, the farm for the two years. <laughs> God, the, the yeah. Burns jokes when we went to Burns are still some of my favorites. Oh, uh, yeah. 
I, love I, I, I still call it either a Bert or a Gert. What is it? A Bert or a Gert? That wasn't, with Jackson. that wasn't with Jack. It wasn't with Jackson and Kaya that that was that was with oh, Aaron right. and the boys. Yeah. Oh right, that was. A, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, like you two. Uh, you, you two weren't there what for that. that about? You two weren't there for that. So uh, there, there's a restaurant for everyone listening without context it's called Burns. We've talked about it on the podcast, and um, it's owned it's by obviously owned and op and you know whatever by a guy named Burn, but he also had a partner named Gert, and. Um, Whenever we had a group go, and whenever you had to take a piss, it was a burn, and whenever you had to take a shit, it was a girt, <laughs> and that was just what we referred to it for the whole three and a half hours we were there. I don't. And remember now that, sometimes actually. you do or don't. I don't. I, I really? only remember in the dessert room saying like the waiters and waitresses have all died in the restaurant over the hundred years it's been up. <laughs> oh yeah, it's, it's like, like Davy Jones' ship, but for rest yeah. for steaks. Yeah. They're yeah. buried in the wool. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Every steak has a piece of burn sprinkled on it like sea salt. <laughs> all of the special ingredients. All really of the steaks are in the green factory. Yeah, the burn one, though, was like every time someone went up to go to the bathroom, we'd ask if they were feeling the burn. You don't remember that? I remember that, but that was only one time because Chase had thunderous diarrhea or something and almost <laughs> oh, shit his yeah. pants. One, one of the boys went to the bathroom for like 45 minutes while we were eating dessert. <laughs> he was feeling the burn. Jackson shit his brains out as a result of burns, too. <laughs> yeah, but that was, uh, a, but that was I don't know after. if it was necessarily. I don't know if it was necessarily burns. That happened too quickly for it to be Burns's fault. Like, it happened, like, 30 minutes after I ate at Burns. Would, would that be Burns? I don't think so. You I think had, it would like, the thing I very ate the well day before. Be. You soloed a 20-ounce steak. Yeah, with Is sides as well. Onion, fries, and something else. Oh, and soup, and salad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought we all had that. And yeah, dessert, but, but we didn't eat every else. piece. Like, my steak was a 6-ounce filet. Yours was, like, a 20-ounce fucking mongoloid. Yours was meant to be, like, a shared steak. Yours was, like, a... A twenty ounce shot of blood. <laughs> 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 no, Jason and I shared it. They, yeah, they got a forty ounce and they cut it in half. Oh, oh, well, that makes yeah. More sense. You guys ate a you guys ate a big fucking piece of meat. That's no, all I remember. Whoa. Now, now Andrew's getting into the realm of myths here. I don't even think they serve a forty ounce shot of blood. <laughs> they do. Remember, they specifically said the waiter t said to them since they were getting the same steak. He said, "I can bring you a larger piece of beef and we'll cut it in half. It'll be more tender." Remember? Yeah, but that was the twenty ounce, and Jackson housed it himself. What I think I, you, I think you're underestimating really? how big a forty ounce steak would be, Andrew. That's they like, do for a fact serve it. I know they have. What giant do you mean himself? Yeah, that's I like a steak too. I ate my half. Yeah, but you had an eight ounce. You and I both got the same thing, Kaya. No, I mean, Kaya and Jackson got no. the same thing. That's why they brought yeah, the same thing cut it. and cut it in half. Yeah, it exactly. I don't remember. I don't know about that. This. Yeah, the waiter came up On to us. Up? He said, "You can just share this piece. We will cut it in half for you guys." Yeah. They I don't were, believe that at all. No, no the, yeah, they, they, they were going to order. Either. I distinctly remember this part. They were going to order the same kind of steak. And the waiter said, we can bring you a bigger cut and cut it in half. And then it will be more tender. And that's yeah. what they did. They cut it in half at our table. Yeah. Remember? I don't recall. Yeah, I, I remember that. <laughs> okay, Hillary. And I remember because I went, I went another time later and the same exact scenario happened. How many times do you had a Burns, Andrew? Oh, I've been like six or seven times, man. It's the best. It's the fucking greatest. For an upscale restaurant, the prices never changed on their food, so everything's still like $20, which was a lot back in the 30s, but by today's standards, it's just like kind of expensive, not exorbitant. Yeah. What, what kind of business is Burns running? 
He hasn't changed with the times. He died like 50 years ago. Yeah, that's why he hasn't changed. So no one's running the business. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. It just continues on Burns, as it, Burns as it has was. Been, they've been hemorrhaging money for years. Just just <laughs> pouring it out the ass. They just keep reusing Burns' ashes and their seasoning, and they're running low. <laughs> it's their special spice. Speak. They've been searching for a replacement ever since he died. They haven't found anyone worthy. <laughs> oh, you guys remember Kenny the pianist? Of course. Yes. Oh, God. Yeah, Kenny's probably... This is just turning oh, into man. remember berries, though, that no yeah. one in the audience yeah. is going to care about. If you're yeah. ever in Tampa, Florida, visit Burns Steakhouse. It's, it's one of a kind. They have a live pianist who's like 150 years old, was probably like Burns' best friend in elementary school, and he's still <laughs> ripping ass on that yeah. piano, baby. Uh, and, he, and he'll do everything. Every time we go... Like so, the way that you call this guy to get song requests is they have like old phones from the eighties just tacked onto the wall, and when you pick it up, you can go "Hello, Kenny," and he goes "Yeah," and then you just tell him your song name. <laughs> that's that's how he answers it every time. He just goes "Yeah." <laughs> he has to pick up the phone while he's playing too. It's a, it's a miracle. He really, he really does. And uh, every single time we go, I just go "Hello, Kenny," and he goes "Yeah," and I go. Can I get the uh, Can I get the Super Mario Brothers theme, please? And he goes, "You got it." And then he hangs up on me, and the, the like. The restaurant goes silent for a second, and then you just hear all throughout it, do 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 do, and it's a it's a wonderful time. It is. God, Kenny's the fucking man. Oh, we, we're talking about unsung heroes again. Fucking Kenny, that man is being kept alive by the spirit of Burns' piano. <laughs> Uh, may, bless his heart. I hope he's still alive and it's not just a player piano with his name on it. No, I mean, I don't think it's a title. He's a human being. No, but like <laughs> they'll buy a player piano and name it Kenny. Every time you call, you're talking to a robot. Oh, I, I, I highly doubt that. You could see him. We saw him. G <laughs> waved know? at him. What if it was an illusion? What if it was a video of Kenny on a hologram? He's just a fuckbot. One of those advanced fuckbots. <laughs> that plays the piano play for piano. you. <laughs> He sucks your dick while he plays sonatas. <laughs> he fucks the piano, but he's just that good at fucking it. Turns into beautiful music. Uh, speaking, yeah. speaking Kenny, of uh, Kenny was a treat. Speaking of being very, very good at your job, let's talk about Postmates, the service mm. that's very, very good at at bringing you whatever you need. Jackson, would you like to tell the folks about Postmates? Yeah, so. Postmates is basically an app that you can use to get anything delivered to you. That, like literally anything. You need medicine, just Postmates it. You need food, Postmates it. You need someone to pick up your dry cleaning, you can probably Postmates that. So for a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. So to start your free deliveries, download the app and use code official. That's code official for $100. That's a lot of fucking money of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. It's super easy. Easy, super convenient. You can get it pretty much anywhere in America, I'm pretty sure. You, you, you never have to leave your house. If you need a breakfast burrito at 8 a.m., just Postmates it. If you have a headache at 11 p.m., just Postmates it. Sushi at 9, Postmates it. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmates it. Download Postmates and save with code official. That's right. Postmates. No more trips to the store th 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. You can get fucking white wine on Christmas. Do it. And mm. Anything and they will deliver it. Code official one hundred dollars off free delivery for seven your first seven days when you download the app. Anything you need, anytime you need it. 
I mean, a hundred dollars of free delivery credit—that's pretty insane. That's basically that's a great deal for how much free the delivery. average person would use Postmates. That's honestly probably free, just free delivery. Fuck yeah, I'm down with that. Ah, oh, boys, are you worried about addiction? No, <laughs> sometimes. See, I, I was worried about it. I went out last night for the first time in a long while, and I, I <laughs> someone drank. offered me heroin. Yeah, oh. and I, I couldn't, <laughs> couldn't say stop. no. Um, but I, I was drinking and I, I've really, really cut back on how much I drink. I very like once a month is how much I do it now. And the second beer in, I went to the bathroom and I was pissing and my brain went, wow, being drunk is pretty fun. Or not drunk, like drinking is pretty fun. You know, I'm having a good time. I just thought when I get home, I should smoke a lot of weed, too. That'd be great. <laughs> and, and I kind of had this moment of self-realization of going, oh, my God. This is this is how it starts. This is how people just fall into this hole of like addiction and just fucking themselves up every day. So it, it got it me cuts thinking. to like a '90s montage of Andrew yeah. doing key bumps of coke in the bathroom and high fiving the bouncer, yeah. <laughs> just jacking off, purely hopped up on horse. Just every yeah. so it got me thinking. Like, does this kind of stuff ever creep up on you guys, or were you guys that you're forming bad habits, or something is you know turning out to be? an insidious poison in your life and you're not seeing it mine's super uh, less cool though but collecting stuff i'll get super into collecting shit and then i can't stop myself like anytime what a fucking loser wow yeah. you nerd where's your stamp collection dork yeah what do you collect like my little ponies video games what Yu-Gi-Oh cards <laughs> and, and magic the <laughs> gathering cards as well <laughs> Yeah, I go through these phases where I really, like, collect the shit out of something for, like, a month. So what do you do with it when you're bored of it? Does it just rot away? No, I, I keep them I keep them nice. They're in your closet, aren't they? Yeah, but they're in nice, like, <laughs> places. They look nice. A nice corner of the floor. Uh, they're on a shelf. Yeah. So what yeah, are what are, are some? You, uh, are you collecting them for the sake of collecting them, or are you trying to collect them so they appreciate in value and then you can sell them for a nice no, neat for the, profit? For the sake of collecting them, really sentimental. Mm -hmm. Then okay. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, they're not that bad because they're money investments. You could possibly sell. Well, a lot of them you could sell them back for the same price, but some of them might just increase in value in the future. Yeah, some of some of them have, but I yeah. probably still won't sell them. So what, you're going to be like 90 years old and go, give me my Yu-Gi-Oh cards, damn it. <laughs> bury me the, bury me with them. With my Bur binders full of bury cards. Bury me with my blue eyes. Collecting shit's fun. Like what? I mean, Jackson was addicted to Legos for like a year. <laughs> I'm not. Hey, I'm not that trying, wasn't an addiction. I'm not trying to shit on you. I, I too think collecting is fun. I'm just questioning mm -hmm. like where in your brain that habit's coming from. Why? What you get out of it. Why you like doing it. It's from him being a pussy. Okay. Coming from Lego Man. <laughs> <laughs> I think Lego's cooler than Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Bullshit. Oh, and you collect Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Jackson's been collecting Yu-Gi-Oh cards as well. That's really? what got me oh, into not it. Oh, not cool, dude. Not cool. Wow. <laughs> we have to bring that up. Wow, Jackson. Which cards do you have? Do this you have episode, the same dark This magician? episode was your turn to be the slapping boy, not me. <laughs> Jackson, let's yeah. get one thing. Let's get one thing clear. No matter what episode it is, it's your turn to be the slapping boy. Yippee! <laughs> yeah, Jackson was like the drug dealer that gave me laced Yu-Gi-Oh cards, and I can't quit. Oh man, yeah, we've been sending each other progress <laughs> updates on our little really? Yu-Gi-Oh collection. 
I, I'm actually I was staying silent throughout that that entire topic then. Because Charlie messaged me the other day saying that he was super embarrassed about his, about his collecting habits and that he wanted to make it seem cool to the, like, he wanted, whenever he talked to me, he wanted to make it seem cool, but he just doesn't, he couldn't find a way to yeah. make it seem cool. And I had to talk him down from that ledge. Yeah, it was a close call. I almost stopped collecting Yu-Gi-Oh for a minute. Didn't you two give Andrew shit for liking uh, Yu-Gi-Oh? No, Magic the Gathering. Same shit. No, I would never go to a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament. It's the same shit. Let's be, in fact, Yu-Gi-Oh skews even younger. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Yeah, really. But we we collect them. We don't play it. That's for nerds. And we're not proud of it either. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. <laughs> See, I'm the opposite, man. I'll play the game, but then as soon as I'm bored with it, I sell all my cards. I could never do that. That's, uh, yeah, I don't like that. There's no heart in the game, then, exactly. Andrew. You don't. Jesus. You hey, gotta put your soul into hey, it. Hey, I I have an emergency deck just in case. <laughs> it's in my it's in my closet. I have a deck of magic just in case for emergencies. If someone if someone magic. kicks if they kick down my door and go, Andrew, we have to go to a magic tournament right now. I have I have one standby deck just in case. Andrew that moment breaks strikes. the glass where the fire extinguisher used to be for his magic deck. <laughs> it's got all my cards coming out of retirement. It's got my cards labeled out like a butterfly collection. <laughs> So you can see what about all. you, Kaya? Is there anything you're embarrassed of that you've collected in the past or like had some kind of sentimental value towards? Kaya collects alcohol, no. but so that's probably about in it. his liver. Yeah, what about an addiction then? Nah, I don't. I don't and collect not anything. Or I have. My mom's a bit of a hoarder, so I guess that's. I I grew up disliking it. I have this rule that I would never own anything more than hundred objects. It's just a hard and fast thing that I don't want to ever I like break. That a lot. I don't know, really including so, cutlery and shit. Like, if a, a spoon adds towards that number, I don't want to own that much shit. So let's say let's say you go through the market in Germany or Turkey and you buy something cool that you wanted. Do you have to like get rid of something else you already own to feel comfortable? Yeah, you got to deprecate something, man. If I get a new shirt, I go through my closet and I look at shit that I never wear, and that just has to go. I don't like collecting stuff that much. Well, what it's about something that's like totally, totally brand new? Like, let's let's use an out there example. Let's say for some reason, in some reality, who knows why, you buy like a towel warmer or just something, something completely unrelated to anything list, you own. Idiotic invention. It why is, would I it want is. that? But but here's but here's my point. Let's say you buy something that has no direct equivalent that you can get rid of. What would you do? Still get rid of something. Probably the towel warmer. See, that's how hoarding starts. Is I really <laughs> need this towel warmer and this little dainty <laughs> pillow for the toilet seat to cushion its fall. Nah. Okay, so so let me let me get a better example then. Let's say you buy a keyboard because you're like, I'm going to start making music for the podcast or something. Yeah. What would you get rid of? Like, what what do you own that you something, think would? It, it doesn't matter. It's not that. I mean. You're taking things too literal, but I guess if I wanted to be that pedantic about it, I'd just toss a spoon away. It's not the point is I don't <laughs> like collecting stuff. I don't like if my in my mind, if something is entering the house, something has to leave it. I don't want to I don't wanna just keep adding and adding and hoarding and hoarding. That's the part that just bothers me. 
eventually you're gonna I think you've taken it to an extreme well the opposite of stream yeah. extreme minimalist hoarding then. eventually you're gonna get rid of your bed and your couch all because you bought like a new playstation <laughs> and a and a t-shirt and a tv i had to get a playstation i just don't see why i would why you would even think about it that much where you, you're counting objects i i feel like you would know when you start no. reaching hoarder levels yeah, I, I mean, I don't consciously count it. I just look around the house, and if I see something lying around that I know I'm not going to miss, yeah. that has to go. And then you have to resist the tiny urge that hoarders fall victim to where they go, I might need this two weeks from now. I just want to have it around just in case. Now you, you're not going to need it. You're going to forget about it 20 seconds later once you're out of the room and you, it's not in your field of vision anymore. So just toss it away. Sell yeah. it. Put it on eBay. You don't have to be frivolous with it either. I'm not saying toss it in the garbage, but... Get rid of it. Give it to someone who needs it more. It's better yeah. than having so much fucking clutter in your house. Like, I can barely stand being here right now. Both of my parents hoard things to a degree. Like, they're, they're not bad to the point where, like, you know, like, you just walk through the house and there's trash piles and all that shit. But they definitely hoard stuff. <laughs> so, uh, since I pretty much have that habit ingrained into my brain and I can feel those tendencies when I collect stuff or get stuff or buy stuff... My rule is that I put stuff away I'm not using, and if after, like, a month I never touch it or think of using it, I just get rid of it. Yeah. So, Good rule. Uh, it's le- a little less drastic than what you do, but I I do the same thing where my brain has to go, okay, I, I just got to get rid of it. I can't have all this clutter, all this shit I won't use. I mean, yeah, I just get rid of useless shit whenever it becomes useless, basically. I, I don't even give it that much thought, really. Yeah, but yeah. if you're an addict of collecting stuff... You just believe nothing yeah. will ever get old or useless. So you sit yeah. there with... Hey, I threw out all the Lego. What the fuck? Why would you do Why that? Why would you do that? <laughs> the, what the hell Why is wrong I? with you? It was taking up space, and I was like, yeah, it's not really fun to look at. It's, it's, <laughs> fuck you, man. You should have set it all up and made like a little diorama to have people look at. Yeah. If I throw it out, I mean, I donated it to like... Okay. The, uh, what do you call it? The, oh, that's... The, the kids... That's way better. I thought you dumped it in the trash, and I was unironically upset with you. What a waste. Like, I only enjoyed building it and shit, like feeling the tactile response of putting bricks together. The system. Yeah. Every time it clicked, Jackson has a small orgasm. (laughs) I hope Adam and Eve sells Lego sets. Oh, yeah. A dildo you make out of Lego. That'd be amazing. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, so just I, Jackson and I for big collectors then, huh? Mm-hmm. It seems yeah, that so. way, yeah. I I like everything I buy to have a practical or functional purpose. I almost never buy things that just look nice or I like having. So, I, I mean, yeah. I haven't even hung up fucking shit on my walls in my apartment because I just don't care. It's like, yeah, it looks nice to look at, but what does it do? Nothing. Yeah, I think okay. about that a lot. Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, you own you own a lot of shit that's purely for yeah, for looking. I didn't buy any of it though. Watto, touche. That's the <laughs> old, literally the only thing in this room right now that's just for looking is Watto. And yet it's I like bought. eight feet tall. That was just such that's a good deal. True. What about the Yukio? Well, the, that's collecting stuff. That's the only yeah. exception. When it comes to like actual decorations and stuff, it's all straight minimalistic shit that I just never paid for. Well, a lot of it also is your parents helped set up your house, right? So, yeah, in the beginning, I took most yeah. of it down, though. Yeah, 
That's that's the I'm sure your mom got on your ass like you need decorations or to hang stuff up or you no, know to... not not even it was more really? like friends friends and Tiana and stuff. Wow! Like when I was in college, I never put I never put a single thing on my walls. I never had a single decoration. It was always like a laughing stock, like Charlie's rooms in jail. A wow. Do you don't so... have a personality. <laughs> See, <laughs> this, I'm is, with this him. is sadder v- than v- you collecting stuff. You're basically saying, yeah, don't. I'm no human. I'm, you're like that uh, smooth SpongeBob. Remember when he was smiling and going to work? And he was just he had no personality. Is other people buying stuff for you? Yeah, I thought you'd be on him. Is like yeah. 50, 50 of the one hundred items you own posters in your room? What, <laughs> yeah, your room has to be plain as a motherfucker. What do you have in your room? I harassed you. What? No, no, I said it must be plain what? as a motherfucker. What do you have in your room? Where did you get harassed from? Yeah. <laughs> uh, God, I don't know. I misheard. No, I, I I, don't dislike decorations. That's not what I'm saying. But you own so much crap. You have so much. And you're saying that not a single one of those you actually bought for yourself or liked getting. What do you mean? There's always something mean, others so forced on you. No, I have I have three posters in my room, and all of them were birthday and Christmas. Yeah, but yeah, that's and what I'm saying. Of, Stuff other people got you. You're saying yeah, your mom I, decorated your house for one. you. No, no, what? No. Initially, my parents set up the house, and they put a lot of their trinkets here. In my room, like back in college, I just never really hang anything on the walls and decorate like that. I've never bought any of those kind of things for the same reason Andrew hasn't. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, my apartment's even worse than his house. The only things on my walls <laughs> in anywhere of it are my soundproof pads in this room for recording. That's it. I I don't have anything on any walls besides that. But, but going back, what does your uh, residency look like, Kai, in Germany? That's totally your place. So how is it decorated? Is there shit all over your walls, like figurines on the counters and stuff? I don't have figurines, no. Um, I mean, I can't send you a photo right now, given that I'm not there. Uh, Just describe it. <laughs> Tell us a tale. Uh, kind of the same as Andrew. I have foam really lying around a bunch of cables, yeah. mics, music equipment. I'm looking if I have a photo, but I don't. How does that give more personality than just having clean walls? I bought it for myself. It wasn't my mom that came in and gave it to me. That, that what he's got a point, Charlie. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you said that to my Did dorm your mom room. Did you buy your Yu-Gi-Oh cards too? <laughs> <laughs> your, resp- your response was to my dorm room. His mom comes in like, dude, I have Exodia. I bought this for you on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to hear Charlie's mom in her voice, in her sweet voice, say, "Charlie, I bought Exodia." <laughs> oh, five cards. So then your room. So then your room is also bare walls then, Kaya, yeah? No. Also, there's a thing to have on the walls. Anything I have to hang up, I then have to worry about in case my... The guy that I'm renting the place from comes in and has a problem with it. But I still hang up shit if I want. I'm not really supposed to, but... Okay. I I mean... It's kind of dorky, but I have cables on my walls just hanging for convenience. It's not really decoration, but... You know, whatever. (laughs) I have nothing against decorations on walls. That, that's fine. I wouldn't really count a poster towards a number limit as long as you don't get attached to it. I guess my problem is with attachments because I 
I'm ruthless. I don't have a real home, man. I come to Turkey every once in a while. I live in Germany once in a while. And there's always talk of me moving to America once in a while. So I'm thinking, okay, if I invest too much into this shit that I buy, I'm going to have to get rid of some mm -hmm. of it at some point. So that's going to make me sad. I can't fucking broke my heart just to move away from my cats. And I still want them back. Jackson's place is probably decorated really extensively, though. You bought like a fucking aquarium just for the sake of it looking nice, right? No, I wanted the companionship while I was editing. I, I wanted to look <laughs> over to my right and have a look at fish. And it was it was spiritually rewarding. It wasn't just for decoration. I don't use but animals for decoration. But yeah, I got rid of them. <laughs> <laughs> they, they weren't giving me the companionship I desired. Wow. And you bought um, the you had the Spyro collectible giant statue of Spyro the Dragon, right? For the decoration. It's not giant. But it's it's decent. I get I get things that like mean something to me. Like I don't just mm. buy random junk. I, I buy stuff that reminds me of happier times, like when I was little and played Spyro, so it makes sense to get a cute little action figure of Spyro and put it up on my bookshelf. Right. I don't know. That just makes sense to me. I agree. I was just wondering how your place was decorated because I imagine you'd have a ton of them. Well, not a ton. It's just in my room, really. The rest of the house is pretty minimalistic, like just couches and TVs everywhere. <laughs> That's about it. So then no one here really decorates much? No. no. The no. philosophy I have on it is the same reason I don't get tattoos. It's like I, lot of, I like a lot of stuff, I'm in a lot of stuff, but I feel like if I have to see it all the time, I'd get sick of it and go get that shit the fuck off my wall. Oh, God. Take it down. I hate it. Like, I, uh, yeah. for Christmas, from a very considerate friend of mine, I got the original Nintendo Power poster for Barkley Shut Up and Jam, which is uh, just Charles Barkley's old-ass fucking basketball game. And I still haven't hung it up because while I think it's great, I, I just feel part of me. If I saw it every day, I'd be like, God damn it. Fuck that thing. Just get rid of it. Hide it. Who Ugh. gets that so irrationally upset? Yeah, but yeah. why do you get upset about a decoration or something on your wall? Like, fuck that. I'm not a, hate Charles Barkley. I'm not now. that upset. I'm just like, I'd get tired of it. I'd be all like, gotcha. uh, yeah. yeah. It's it's the same with tattoos. You, I, oh. I like video games, but if I get like the Mario mushroom on my arm, eventually I'd be like, you should no, <laughs> it, yeah. of course, of course not. That's a bit what a dumb example a too. to something that you can take down though. That's something you'd well, regret is, is as you're your... walking out of the tattoo parlor not years later. Yeah. I got the Mario well, is, is mushroom. Your... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's bad 10 example. guys listening to this right now that's like really offended. Fuck. Good. That's my favorite <laughs> tattoo of mine. I mean, there's plenty of plenty of examples, but just I I can't that kind of permanence. I just get upset cuz my tastes change a lot. Dude, tastes are fucking funny, man. Yeah. That feeling you have when you see somebody else's tattoo and you think, wow, that guy's just, he's wired differently. This isn't just a difference in taste. Like, this is, it's not even like he's gay, I'm straight. This is a different reality. What universe are you from where you thought that tattoo was a good idea? Your brain is different. You're weird. You need to be in a padded oh, cell with, a, with one of those straight jackets on. That's fucking goofy, dude. Got a committee for that I was one. Thinking, <laughs> that's something I was thinking about, like meditating on about a week ago. You know those shirts 
where it's a bunch of skeletons and guns and motorcycles and their whole paragraphs about the guy wearing it where it's like (laughs) my daughter's a straight a student and i'm a straight on marksman if you fuck with me i will show you a hell that has no end and it's like all down the back of some fat 40 year old guy i was just thinking i look at that and a lot of the internet looks at that and they just laugh and mock it but the people wearing it unironically think it's the coolest shit they've ever worn in their life yeah, right. That's what I, I'm saying. I, what universe did you grow up in where you have a fucking shirt of the I'm the hell hawk and it's a photo of Trump with wings or something? was <laughs> 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 <is> this cool? <laughs> so weird. Oh, man. I, I love those shirts so much, though, because they're so specific. I'm a grandpa who owns two horses and loves his daughter's truck. And, and like it's it's just their whole life story on a shirt with like a fucking grim reaper on it holding a metallica logo it's the best. where do they even find where do they even find these oddly specific shirts i don't know but like, they're everywhere now they they, they like literally it's made specifically for them like the way that it's formatted is like it's big text at the top with two m16s pointing at it and it says like Ooh, uncle yeah. And then yeah. underneath it's like who serves his and then two American flags country. <laughs> and then under that it says with and then two like hearts on fire love. And it's just like the most specific shit. And yet I see him everywhere. Fucking redneck song lyrics like Second Amendment <laughs> is only second to the Bible. <laughs> oh God. We should we should all get those shirts that when we, we finally should. record oh, another yeah. when we record another episode in person we should all be wearing those shirts. <laughs> that would be great. That would be cute. So those I mean what's funny though is those people look at us the, the exact same way like how you dude vaccines clearly cause autism. How can they not see this? They're crazy. Look at them in their plain shirts. One color? Are you insane? You're just wearing black shirts? And they have their own podcasts, it's all probably about perspective. talking about us. Uh, <laughs> Look at them, young and weirds maybe, me out. Maybe we're the ones in the wrong. Then, maybe no, gonna... we're definitely yeah. not in that capacity. <laughs> they're, they're definitely in the wrong, for sure. There's nothing cool about double M16s, American warrior, and then like a heart face loves country. Oh god, it's it's just it's always the most convoluted stuff too. Like I understand if you're a mom and you're like 50 and your shirt's like I I'm not I'm not tired, you're just grumpy or like any of that like cutesy shit, whatever. But their shirts are so specific. It's like I served my country so you could be served french fries at the diner and it's like got <laughs> machine guns on it and trucks. It's so oddly specific. That's not even me. Exactly. <laughs> I've seen those kind of shirts too. Like you're sitting here with your uh, French fries and fast food while I was on the front lines. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a flaming skull. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's always a fucking flaming skull. Thinking. It's always a skeleton on a Harley. I don't know why. Yeah. What it is about Harleys and skeletons oh, that they bikers. love? How, yeah. how is it that fourteen-year-old boys from the '90s and like forty-year-old dudes today have the same exact taste in what they find cool? No, fourteen-year-olds. I don't think would have ever really found that. Yeah, cool. I, I've never found any of this that's, cool. It has to be just boomers. Yeah, that's really? old people shit for wow. sure. For know. fucking sure. Oh god. No, back when I was little, we had like emo goth. Like skeleton cool kind of an attitude too. 
Yeah, I, I think that when back, I mean, in the edgy 90s, when everything was like, Maybe. whoa, extreme and hardcore and death. This isn't just because it's extreme, though. This is just wearing your personality on a shirt. But that's or, not their like, personality, personality at all. That's... What they think their personality is, like uh, what they think their life story is. It's something that resonates and connects with them. That's fair. I put it on them. Yeah, I mean, it is that, kind that of reminds the personality. Me of, uh, I, I'm sure that everyone's seen it by now. Have you guys seen Mr. Cool Ice? No. No. Oh, my fucking God. All right. So I know it's a an audio medium, so I'll try to describe it listening at home. But if someone could post Mr. Cool Ice in chat, this might be my favorite human being who's ever lived. Mr. Cool Ice is a man who has the words Mr. Cool Ice tattooed on nearly every square inch of his body <laughs> because he wants people to know that he's Mr. Cool Ice to the point where on the back of his bald head, he tattooed sunglasses. And then like oh. on his back is a skull wearing sunglasses. And, like, uh, and he posts updates like once a year and he's just covered in, in tattoos that are of skeletons with sunglasses and the words Mr. Cool Ice. And it just I reminds just me of those up, yeah. of those kind of people where it's like to them, that's the coolest shit in the world and they want everyone to know it. But there's no one that could treat it seriously at all. I don't know, man. Mr. Cool Ice is pretty fucking awesome. Oh, Mr. Cool Ice is my hero. There's there's an update photo from like a year ago of him, and he's somehow gotten even more muscular and even more Mr. Cool Ice tattoos on his body. I love it's that stupid guy. Stupid name, though. I don't know why I'd go Mr. Cool Ice. Are you seriously shitting on the title of Mr. Cool Ice? It just could have been a lot better, like Hardcore Harry, like yeah, Turbo Tom or something. Anything in that area where it's like a comic book hero, I think, could have worked a lot so, better than Mister Cool you, Ice. You get it, you get it right. It's because like ice is cold and cold is yeah. cool. He, at least he's smart. Like at least he's not called Mister Hot Ice or something. Ooh, we could have taken and my it's all spelled correctly. He could have taken my old Pixo name, Cold Flames. <laughs> cold Flames, Chris. That was my Christ. old website. We talked about that. Oh, right. So if you're right. this guy's dad, how do you not kill yourself in shame? How do you fuck his up a dad, human being this dad much? Probably, oh, he loves yeah, His dad probably goes by, like, Papa Cool Ice. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, fuck but me. Just, I mean, like, these kind of people are just... You know how there's always a pop psychology BS, like, oh, look at this fucked up person. His dad must have molested him or something. He must have daddy issues. And then you see people like this and you go, eh, maybe there's something to it. How do you create these humans? You couldn't create maybe, this guy in a lab if you tried. If you kidnap the child, how do maybe you fuck him up this not even. Maybe he's not even trying to go by Mr. Cool Eyes. Maybe this is just a tribute to his dad. <laughs> Who was the Who original was Mr. Cool Eyes. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I like that. He buried his dad with the sunglasses on him. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's why actually, it's a skeleton. That's a touching thought. That's why it's a skeleton yeah, a wearing thought. sunglasses. It makes perfect sense. That's mm -hmm. that's my yeah, that's my head kind yeah. of sweet. What this, a nice young This man. kind of stuff always tricks into my mind though. It's like how much of it do you think is them compensating and how much of it is do you think they actually think it's the coolest shit unironically? No, it's always cool I think the coolest shit for sure. I don't think there's ever really a case where it's like I got to compensate. I'll go for Mr. Cool Ice. It's usually like fuck Mr. Cool Ice is awesome. <laughs> See, but then these people are my heroes because they're, they're living a life just not giving a shit of what anyone thinks. Because obviously they're ridiculed out the ass for no. it. Fuck off. Don't perpetuate that pathetic myth. These people care the most what people think. That's why they plastered on themselves sure. like pancarts. Like, look but, at me. But think about it. 
He still did it. He still had the balls to plaster his whole body in Mr. Cool Ice. It's not balls. <laughs> then what is it? I mean, can, would you do it? Being stupid and bravery, there's a fine line. It's not ballsy. It's just stupid. And it's attention seeking. You can be stupid and brave. But if he's stupid, he wouldn't care what other people think. In, in the sense, I'm talking in the sense of judgment. Like, obviously, he wants people to go like, whoa, it's Mr. Cool Ice. That's so badass. But right. obviously, what most of what he's hearing is, oh, my God, it's Mr. Cool Ice. What a fucking lame-o. Holy shit. And he doesn't care about Aww. that. How he do probably doesn't care, care about that at know. all. And and that's why I, I kind of, in a way, like, envy these people, because they, they can flip off that switch of just judgment. He can. This man can unironically plaster his entire body with Mr. Cool Ice and not give a shit. Like, that's kind of incredible. Yeah, he still has like, to give a shit him. to get a new tattoo every single month. He clearly does. It doesn't <laughs> matter. You can cool say it doesn't ice. get to him, but it clearly does. He likes the attention he gets. Some people just thrive on the shit they get, even if it's negative. Attention is still attention Mr. to cool- them. Mr. Cool Ice, if you are listening out there, thankfully I, I know what to call you. We would love to have you on the show to ask you about your tattoos. Please hit us up. I just want to talk to this man. Uh, well, that's yeah. that's my uh, interesting show and tell person of the day. Do you guys have anyone that you've been looking into you think is interesting? Nope. No. Nah. Okay. Let's just talk about Mr. Cool Ice more then. <laughs> I mean that that was my only topic on that. I just I I every couple months I see one of his photos and just think what's Mr. Cool Ice doing right now? What do you guys think Mr. Cool Ice is doing right now? Maybe another tattoo or kissing his sister. <laughs> Flexing in the mirror. For, forcibly tattooing Mr. Cool Mrs. Cool Ice on his sister. Oh. <laughs> it goes deep. See, here's the problem. If you have kids, they can end up like this. What do you do? What if your kid is this know. guy? What if you raise the next school shooter? Now you got a pickle in your hands. How would you... He's not a school shooter. No, he's, he's a complete I mean, shed. He's, he's built. Look at him. In general, I'm speaking. What if you just raised a fucked up human? It's so easy to fuck up a human being, it seems. Most people don't even get it right. How would you guys uh, feel... That's life, baby. How would you guys feel if Mr. Cool Ice was your dad... And you like grew up and he would pick you up from school and all that shit. And all your friends knew that Mr. Cool Ice was your dad. How would how do you think that would affect you? You get out the car. He yells back at you. Aren't you going to sit back? Fine. I love you, Mr. Cool Ice. Uh, what a, is everyone yeah, laughing? You get, honks, you get out the he car. He honks his horn and it's Metallica playing. Yeah. <laughs> you, you get out the car and he sticks his head out. Hey, son, stay cool. And then he tries to floor it, but he fucks it up. It's, it's a speed bump. <laughs> <laughs> the engine dies. <laughs> He's like psyching himself up and down, like, oh, okay, don't worry about it. You still look cool. You're Mr. Ice cool as cool as ice. All right. Oh, yeah. All right, you can drive the car. Let's do this. <laughs> Burst out crying. I hope he Listen changed to- his legal name to Mr. Cool Ice as well. Go really commit. Oh, there's no doubt that he did. <laughs> I think that would have been one of the first things he does. Oh, Mr. Cool Ice. Someday. Do you boys have any other topics, or should we wrap? No, yeah, we can wrap. wrap. Right. Yeah, I gotta head out. Jackson? Alrighty, thank you everyone at home for listening to this episode. We appreciate you giving us the time to listen to tales of Mr. Cool Ice. 
We'll see him in our dreams tonight for sure. You can head on over to patreon.com slash the official podcast if you want to hear bonus episodes. That's bonus content straight to your earballs over at patreon.com slash the official podcast. It's uh, like 40 odd episodes. We're going to drop yeah. our first K-pop album there sometime in the future, the mixtape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, open your right. rolls for that. Bye, everyone. Thank you. <laughs> Goodbye. Right. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for your support. Bye. Cool. Bye. Cool ice out.